postpartum body odor. It is a totally natural phenomenon because your body chemistry changes after giving birth. And so sometimes that means that what worked before is no longer effective. But I am excited to say that now there is a solution for that stubborn odor. The Sugar Sugar Postpartum Deodorant is a completely natural deodorant made by a postpartum mom who went through it herself. And it works by eliminating and preventing bacterial body odor without covering up your skin's comforting smell to your baby while giving you 12 hours of odor control. And let me tell you, it actually works. Here at the house, we've all been trying it and loving it. Now, before you think, ew, you're sharing a deodorant with your husband and daughter, let me explain that this full-body deodorant comes in a convenient pump applicator that lets you apply it anywhere on your body with no bacteria traveling on the deodorant, so no ew involved. We also love that the Sugar Sugar Postpartum Deodorant has a delightful natural scent of USDA certified organic extracts that smell like a pink sugar cookie with lemon frosting. I thought this would be a little strange, but it's actually amazing. Also, the Sugar Sugar Postpartum Deodorant is free from artificial fragrances and any kind of senoestrogens or herbs that can interfere with breastfeeding. Find your Sugar Sugar Postpartum Deodorant at postpartumdeodorant.com. That's postpartumdeodorant.com and use the code BIRTHFUL for 20% off through the month of May. Get your Sugar Sugar Postpartum Deodorant now at postpartumdeodorant.com and start smelling more like yourself again. I'm Adriana Lozada, and you're listening to Birthful, and I'm here today just like every other week on my own, taking about 10 minutes to talk to you about a topic that I'm really passionate about and I want to dive deeper into. This week, it's delayed cord clamping, and you're probably going to know way more than you wanted to know about the umbilical cord by the end of this episode. So let's first look at cord physiology. The cord goes from the abdomen of the baby to the placenta, but its length is on average around 40 to 60 centimeters long, which is a bit over half a yard, although they can be longer or shorter than that. And then in terms of how wide it is, it's about one to two centimeters, which is an average of half an inch. Now inside the umbilical cord, you have two arteries and one vein, and the arteries bring blood from the placenta to the baby, and the vein takes the refuse back from baby to the placenta. Those arteries and the vein are wrapped in what's called Wharton's jelly, and that's named after Thomas Wharton, who quote-unquote discovered it in 1656. And Wharton's jelly is a marvelous substance that protects the vein and the arteries, and it keeps them from being compressed. This allows the baby to move around in the belly, to even make knots in the umbilical cord, for the cord to be kinked, to be pressed, and still the vein and the arteries remain protected so that the blood can continue to flow. Now, I said Wharton's jelly is a magnificent substance, and here's my favorite part of it. It is self-clamping. So what happens is, as the baby is born, 
and the cord is pulsating and the blood's going back and forth and then it slowly stops pulsating, that quick temperature change to the umbilical cord forces the Wharton's jelly to compress. And it usually happens over a period of five minutes, which totally makes sense because we're not born with clamps. So somehow nature has to take care of it and it does through Wharton's jelly. It self-clamps. The other thing about the umbilical cord is that it's really springy. It allows for stretchiness and it's more recently harvested as an increasingly popular source of stem cells for cell therapy. It's that amazing. So then on the topic of immediate cord clamping, where does this come from? When I went through the research, I found something really interesting, which was that in 1801, Darwin's grandfather, Erasmus Darwin, wrote, Another thing very injurious to the child is the tying and cutting of the navel string too soon, which should always be left till the child has not only repeatedly breathed, but till all pulsation in the cord ceases, as otherwise the child is much weaker than it ought to be, a portion of the blood being left in the placenta, which ought to be in the child. That was 1801. Now, the practice of clamping instead of tying the cord started in 1899 with the creation of a midwifery surgery clamp, and it grew in popularity, but the advice given to clamp when it has ceased to pulsate, that part was ignored. And then in the 60s, the practice of active management of third stage started in earnest, which is a three-part management, is one, you get drugs to contract the uterus, Two, you clamp the cord and then you do cord traction. And maybe that immediate clamping was trying to create a sort of handle so that you could do the traction on the placenta. Ah, postpartum brain fog. Did you even know that was a thing? But I'm guessing that if you have little ones at home, you're probably feeling it, along with the increased mental load of trying to be a multitasking caregiver, facing the stressful demands of everyday life. And that's without even considering the added lack of sleep. It's definitely a lot, which is why I'm so appreciative of Needed's cognitive support supplement created to help support key aspects of cognitive health like focus and attention, brain health and memory, and even alleviate brain fog and eye fatigue. Now, what makes Needed's cognitive support so unique is that unlike many other cognitive support supplements, Needed's is appropriate to take while breastfeeding. In fact, it was designed with this in mind. But don't just take my word for it. In an in-market study, 92% of people taking Needed's cognitive support saw an improvement in overall cognitive function, with 78% seeing an improvement in mental clarity, aka brain fog. And of these many positive reviews, my favorite is one that says, quote, This is my third postpartum period. This is the best I have felt mentally and physically, despite now having three kiddos to care for, end quote. Basically, taking Needed's cognitive support is an easy way to help reclaim your brain during postpartum. Head over to thisisneeded.com and use the code BIRTHFUL for 20% off your first month of Needed products. That's thisisneeded.com and use the code BIRTHFUL for 20% off your first month of Needed products. 
So as you can hear, delayed cord clamping has been something that's been recommended for many, many years, but change is slow. And it's because when you always do something one way, it's hard to change it. It is recommended nowadays by the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, by the American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Certified Nurse Midwives Association, the World Health Organization, the Royal College of Obstetrics and Gynecology. Like, pretty much everybody says, yes, delayed cord clamping, you should wait. You shouldn't clamp it immediately. So why? What is the benefit of delayed cord clamping? Is that the babies will have smoother transitions while still being provided of oxygen, because as long as that blood is pulsating, then there's oxygenated blood going into their bodies, right? And it allows a lower relative risk of developing infant respiratory disease. The other thing is, as the baby is born, about a third of their blood volume is still left in the placenta. And letting it pulsate, letting it continue to transfuse, allows the baby to get all their blood volume. And that blood volume accounts for about three months worth of iron stores, which also reduces the chances of low iron in the newborn or uh, newborn anemia. Aside from all that, this is a blood that is rich in stem cells, which can aid in disease over lifetime. And some research says that it may even increase neurodevelopment, helping with social and fine motor skills later on if it's delayed for three minutes or more. Premature babies especially benefit from all this. In terms of the risk, there might be an increased chance of jaundice, but what the research says is that that increase is very low and Truthfully, it outweighs the risks. The benefits of delayed cord clamping outweigh the risks because jaundice is so easily treatable. So let's talk about the timing of this delayed cord clamp. Like, what does delayed mean? First, let's take a step back and understand that when we're talking about the immediate cord clamping that more generally has happened for many years, Immediate meant within 10 to 15 seconds or earlier from the baby being born. So it's like baby just came out. First thing you do is clamp like that was immediate. So anything longer than that is considered delayed. The Association of Certified Nurse Midwives recommend two to five minutes. And the World Health Organization talks about at least a minute with the Royal College of Obstetrics and Gynecology saying one to two minutes. And we know that within two minutes, about 70% of the blood has transferred. However, we're not all cookie cutter. And so one of the things that is often, I see often in birth plans is wait until cord stops pulsating. But I find that that's really subjective unless you yourself you know, put your hand on that cord and feel it to see if it's pulsating, if you find a pulse on it. I like to follow the visual cue of the Wait for White campaign. When the baby comes out, you can see the arteries and the veins in the cord are full and the cord is, you could almost watch the pulsation and there's a color to it and it's taut like a fireman's hose. As the time progresses and things stop pulsating and then the Wharton's jelly liquefies, you can see it go flat and limp, and it gets silvery white. 
So when you have a conversation around the timing of clamping the cord or when you include it in your birth preferences plan, do make sure you get specific about your wishes because the words delayed or until it stops pulsating can mean different things to different people. You can connect with Birthful on Instagram at Birthful Podcast. And to learn more about Birthful and my birth postpartum preparation classes, go to birthful.com. Did you know that Birthful has a weekly newsletter filled with tips, insights, calls to action, and relevant news? And when you sign up, you get free access to download my postpartum plan workbook. Go to birthful.com slash newsletter to sign up today. Birthful was created by me, Adriana Lozada, and is a production of La Antigua Williams & Co. The show's senior producer is Paulina Velasco. Virginia Lora is the managing producer. Cedric Wilson is our lead producer. Kojin Tashiro makes this episode. Thank you for listening to and sharing Birthful. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and everywhere you listen. And come back next week for more ways to inform your intuition. Hey, Adriana here. I wanted to let you know that starting this week, we'll be going back to our older format of one episode per week so that we can start easing into the summer and you can have more time catching up and going through our fabulous birthful library. Happy listening.